You are Locked On Bills, your daily Buffalo Bills podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Bills Mafia? It's Joe Marino from the Draft Network, and I'm your host of Locked On Bills. Happy Monday to you. NFL training camp is underway. For some teams, the Bills fully report on Wednesday, and I am excited. The season is here, and there's going to be so much to talk about here on the podcast. So as we put our finishing touches on preparing for the season, I want to deliver my 2021 Buffalo Bills stat predictions for the offense. We're going to work through Josh Allen and all of the numbers I think he's going to produce this year. Then we'll talk about all of his receivers in segment two. And then we'll close out the podcast by looking at the running backs and the rushing statistics, as well as Tyler Bass and the overall offensive output that I am anticipating for the 2021 season. A couple of notes before I dig into the numbers, and I have projected every number just like I did last year. And so first things first, whenever you are forecasting and projecting statistics, you operate under the assumption that everyone is healthy for every game. And the reality is that's never the case. Just look at last year. John Brown missed seven games. Dawson Knox missed four games. Zach Moss, he missed three games. Even Cole Beasley sat out a game. So as people inevitably miss games, the production shifts, the targets shift, the carries shift. So that is something to keep in mind as I work through this. And then the other thing that you have to remember is that everything has to balance. You can't go through and just arbitrarily assign statistical production to all the players. I am projecting a certain number of passing attempts for Josh Allen. That means there's only a certain number of targets. There's only a certain number of completions. There's only a certain number of yards to distribute to the players. It all has to balance. So just to throw a number out there, if you think Josh Allen's going to pass for 4,000 yards, there's only 4,000 yards to distribute for the receivers. Now, I have more than 4,000 yards coming for Josh Allen, but just for the sake of getting everyone on the same page here as we start the conversation. And the last thing that I'll say before I dig into numbers is I have notes on every single number that I'm going to share with you. And so I'm going to elaborate on a lot of details and how and why I got to certain conclusions. But if something doesn't make sense to you or you're wondering why a certain number is what it is, hit me up. You can ask me a question on social media, on Twitter, at the Joe Marino. Send me an email, joe at thedraftnetwork.com, and I will be happy to further elaborate if I don't cover it here on the podcast. All right, so let's do this. Josh Allen. First of all, I'm quite proud of my predictions for him entering the 2020 season. And remember, we're coming out of the 2019 campaign where Josh Allen was still a bit rough around the edges, didn't complete 60% of his passes. I mean, the guy just had a tick over 3,000 yards passing in 16 starts. And I predicted a pretty big breakout. Now, it would turn out that my breakout wasn't as big as it turned out to be, but... I took a pretty big swing on Josh Allen before the season last year. I will remind you of what I predicted right now. So going into 2020, 
I projected Josh Allen to complete 361 of 574 passes. Well, he wound up attempting 572 passes. And so I came within two attempts in terms of projections. I had him completing 62.89% of his passes. He wound up completing 69%. I had him passing for 4,115 yards. He wound up passing for 4,544. I had him at 7.2 yards per attempt. He wound up having 7.9 yards per attempt. I predicted 27 passing touchdowns. He wound up having 37 passing touchdowns. So that was probably my biggest whiff to this point. I was off by about 2% when it comes to touchdown percentage. I predicted 11 interceptions. He threw 10. And I predicted a passer rating of 92.06. He had a passer rating of 107.2. So I predicted a pretty big jump. He delivered an even bigger jump. And so while I think predicting numbers for 2020 presented its own set of challenges, 2021 is pretty tough too because now you have this monster season from Josh Allen and you're trying to figure out, well, where does he go from there? And that's what I'm going to attempt to do right now. So in terms of passing attempts, I am projecting, and remember, this is a 17-game schedule this year. I am projecting 612 passing attempts for Josh Allen. And the root of a lot of my numbers stem from the Bills' offensive production in Week 7 through 15 last year and then the three playoff games. And so when you look at Josh Allen and his passing attempts across Week 7 through 15 and the playoffs, he averaged 37.5 passing attempts per game. I am going to project that number to go down to 36. So one and a half less passing attempts per game. And so that puts it at 36 per game times 17 games. That gets me to 612. So Joe, why are you going down one and a half passing attempts per game? I am going to account for better success rushing the football and The Bills playing a little bit better defense, and so I think later in games, the Bills will run the ball a bit more as opposed to some of those passing attempts late in games. So that's why I'm at 36 passing attempts per game, 612 on the season. For completion percentage, so I go from attempts to completion percentage because that will then give you your total completions, and then it kind of you reverse engineer some of this. So completion percentage, week 7 through 15, Josh Allen completed 70.39% of his passes. In the Indianapolis game, he completed 74.29% of his passes. And so with an emphasis this offseason on some improved ball placement, how he sees and reads defenses, obviously more familiarity in the scheme, I am projecting a slight uptick in completion percentage for Josh Allen in 2021. I am projecting him to complete 70.09% of his passes. And his quarterback's coach, Jordan Palmer, in an article for The Athletic written by Bruce Feldman that came out over the weekend, he said he thinks Josh Allen can challenge for a completion percentage of 75% this year and figured it would come in 72-73%. So I'm not even projecting him to touch that. I'm talking 70.09% of his 
of his passes completed in the year 2021. And so what is 70.09% of 612 passing attempts? It winds up being 429 completions for me to distribute to the Bills' wide receivers. Let's go to yards per attempt. Last season, Josh Allen had 7.9 yards per attempt. And again, going back to that sample size of week 7 through 15. because And the reason I keep doing this is because I think that was a true representation of the Bills' offense. So going back to week 7 through 15, Josh Allen had a yards per attempt of 8.29. And so I'm going to scale it back just a touch. We're going to go with eight yards per attempt for 2021. And so now that I have my yards per attempt, my completion percentage, and my attempts figured out, we can now determine the total number of passing yards. So eight yards per attempt, 612 passing attempts, I am predicting Josh Allen to pass for 4,896 total passing yards in 2021. That winds up being 288 passing yards per game. And to give you an idea, in 2021, Pat Mahomes was at 316, Deshaun Watson 301, Tom Brady 289, Justin Herbert 289, Matt Ryan 286, and Josh Allen himself 284. So this isn't anything crazy. This is a fairly reasonable projection in my mind, considering for some of the dynamics that I already factored in, like a better rushing attack and a better defense, I think 288 passing yards per game for Josh Allen in 2021 is a very reasonable projection. On to touchdowns, and I think the best way to do touchdowns is to look at touchdown percentage. In 2020, Josh Allen was at a touchdown percentage of 6.5%, which was 8th in the NFL. I think he's going to have a very similar touchdown percentage this coming year. I am predicting Josh Allen's touchdown percentage in 2021 to be 6.7%, so very close to where he was last year, and that gets us to 41 passing touchdowns in the year 2021 for Josh Allen. Interceptions in 2020, Josh Allen's interception percentage was 1.7%, 13th in the NFL. I'm projecting right at about the same 1.6%, so a very slight decrease, and that gets us to 10 interceptions for 2021. So my Josh Allen passing predictions for 2021, 612 attempts, 429 completions, a completion percentage of 709 4,896 passing yards, 8 yards per attempt, 41 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, and that winds up being a passer rating of 109.35. Need to tell you guys about Built Bar. It's the best tasting protein bar on the planet. And not only is it delicious, they have so many great flavors. Check out these flavors. Coconut, cherry, strawberry, orange, raspberry, cookies and cream, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. There's so many great flavors. And look, maybe you don't know where to start. You can order a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors and you can figure out where to go. And not only are these Built Bars amazing in terms of their taste, they're super healthy for you. Check out these macros. 
17 to 18 grams of protein. Their calories range from 130 to 180. There's only 4 to 5 grams of sugar and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. The flavors are amazing. They're all tasty, and they're all healthy. Got a deal for you? Go to BuiltBar.com, use our promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, let's move on to those receiving statistics. How are we going to distribute 429 completions from Josh Allen and 4,896 passing yards as well as 41 touchdowns? So here we go. Let's start uh, top down. We'll, we'll get going with Stephon Diggs first. So for Steph Diggs, I have him getting 155 targets. And last year he had 166 and 155 is still a ton of targets. But again, going into this exercise, you're assuming everyone is healthy. And so as people aren't healthy, maybe Emmanuel Sanders misses a game or two, maybe Cole Beasley, who knows? Some of that production is going to shift towards digs. So 155 targets seems reasonable to me. You know, maybe if John Brown's healthy all year last year, Steph Diggs doesn't get 166 targets. So I'm pretty comfortable with 155. That is still a ton. I have his reception percentage being uh, 76.1%. And in 2020, his reception percentage was 76.5%. So very similar uh, to where I had him there. So that gives him 118 catches. I'm projecting 1,430 yards, 12.1 yards per catch. And I have him claiming 10 touchdown receptions this year. I think that's going to be something Josh Allen looks for a little bit more this year is Stephon Diggs and, and some touchdowns because he had some comments last year about that. And now Gabe Davis had some GPs and even Isaiah McKenzie. So I think Steph Diggs is going to get a few more opportunities to catch touchdowns in 2021. 118 catches, 1,430 yards in 10 touchdowns for Stephon Diggs in 2021. Let's move on to Cole Beasley. I am projecting 105 targets for him. He had 107 in 2020, and again, a healthy Emmanuel Sanders kind of eats into that being a bigger number, right? I, I think that's something to be mindful of. Again, John Brown missing a lot of time last year gave more opportunities to Diggs and Beasley. So I'm projecting for Cole Beasley, like I said, 105 targets, a reception percentage of 75.2. He had 76.6 last year. I'm projecting a slight decrease because his drop rate last year was only 2%. And while I certainly think he can replicate a 2% drop rate, there's probably going to be a couple more this year than there was last year. So a slight dip in uh, reception percentage. So on 105 targets for Cole Beasley, I have him catching 79 passes, 910 yards receiving. That winds up being 11.5 yards per reception, six receiving touchdowns for Cole Beasley. So again, Cole Beasley, 79 catches, 910 yards, and six touchdowns. Let's move on to Emmanuel Sanders. I am projecting 80 targets for Emmanuel Sanders in 2021. John Brown in nine games last year had 52 targets and he played less than half the snaps. So I think Emmanuel Sanders will get a healthy amount of targets. Remember, Gabe Davis is still here. So that's something to be mindful of. I'm sure Josh Allen would like to get the tight ends and running backs involved a bit more. So I'm not projecting like 100 targets for Emmanuel Sanders, but 80 feels like a reasonable amount. 
So here's the thing about coming up with his reception percentage. I'm going with 65%, and that's pretty close to his career average, but a touch lower than in recent years. And so I'm accounting for a bit of a acclimation period as he gets on the same page with Josh Allen. So this winds up being 52 catches. So Emmanuel Sanders, 80 targets, 52 catches, 660 receiving yards. That winds up being 12.69 yards per reception and four touchdowns. Let's go to Gabriel Davis. And I feel like this might be the most controversial projection that I have. So let's work through it. For Gabriel Davis, I am projecting 60 targets. And he had 62 last year as a rookie. But Gabe Davis really faded down the stretch. He didn't have a catch in either of the last two playoff games. His last 10 games of the season and three playoff games combined, he had 55 targets and 25 catches. That is a reception percentage of 45%, which is very poor. And so I think Emmanuel Sanders being part of this offense neutralizes and takes away from Davis a bit. You know, I think we have to go back to that Emmanuel Sanders signing and understand that it is an indictment on Gabriel Davis because the Bills freed up about $9 million in cap space when they said goodbye to John Brown. If they felt Gabe Davis could just step in and take care of everything and the, the offense would be fine without John Brown or a replacement because Gabe Davis exists, they would have done it and they would have spent that money elsewhere. They didn't. They gave $6 million in the money that they saved from John Brown and said, we want Emmanuel Sanders. And to me, that says a lot. And so I'm not projecting Gabriel Davis to build off statistically where he was as a rookie. I've been through this. He benefited from the scheme, and he benefited from John Brown being injured. And so that is something that I'm definitely keeping in the back of my mind with these projections for Gabriel Davis. So 60 targets for Gabriel Davis in 2021 is my projection. I am projecting an increase in reception percentage. Last year for the season, his reception percentage was 56.5 for the season, and the last 10 games plus the playoffs, it wind up being 45%. So I'm projecting that to go up to 61.6%. So on 60 targets, that gets you 37 catches, 555 yards. That's 15 yards per reception and five touchdowns. So I still think a healthy amount of touchdowns and yards per reception for Gabriel Davis, but a healthy Emmanuel Sanders is going to take away from his opportunities for all the reasons I've already outlined. Let's move on to Isaiah McKenzie, who I think the Bills want to be the featured punt returner, so he'll get more touches. I don't necessarily think they're going to come offensively. So I'm projecting 35 targets for McKenzie in 2021. He had 30 Four targets last year, so we're keeping things about the same. And I'm having his reception percentage at 69%, which is right on par with his career average. And last year it was crazy high, Um, but I think that was a lot to do with his role and the targets he was given. So we'll get that more neutralized. Again, 69% reception percentage for Isaiah McKenzie. 35 targets, 24 completions. That winds up being 220 yards 9.16 yards per reception and three touchdowns for 
Isaiah McKenzie. Again, more touches for him, but those come in the punt return game. All right, let's get to these tight ends. Dawson Knox, you guys are probably wondering where I'm going to put this guy after pounding the table for this guy all offseason long. I think Dawson Knox comes away with 65 targets. And so, again, when he was healthy after the bye week, weeks 10 through 16 and the three playoff games, which winds up being a 10-game sample size, Dawson Knox wound up having 45 targets across that stretch, which is four and a half per game. I am not projecting him to have that many targets this year. I am projecting 65. So that's under four and a half per game. That winds up being right at about 3.8 targets per game. I do have his reception percentage up to 63.1%, and his career average in terms of reception percentage is 55.3. Now, again, I'm going back to that sample size weeks 10 through 16 and three playoff games, which wound up being a reception percentage of 62.2%. So I'm going to give him a slight increase from that. 63.1% is his reception percentage. So 65 targets, 41 catches for Dawson Knox, 475 yards, which is 11.5 yards per reception, six touchdowns. And again, Brian Dable likes to scheme up Dawson Knox in the red zone. Josh Allen likes throwing it to him. I think six receiving touchdowns is reasonable for Knox in 2021. Jacob Hollister, I have claiming 25 targets. Uh, 22 targets last year went to Tyler Croft and Lee Smith, so I basically have all of those going to Jacob Hollister plus three more. His reception percentage is 63%. His career average in terms of reception percentage is 64%. So for Jacob Hollister, 25 targets, 17 completions, 175 yards, and two touchdowns. So 17 catches, 175 yards, two touchdowns for Jacob Hollister in 2021. Let's go to the running backs, and I think this is probably the most difficult thing to project in terms of receiving output because we saw it slanted so heavily towards Devin Singletary, and there's kind of this buzz and feel like the Bills want that to go more towards Zach Moss, but you know Singletary started all 16 games last year, so this is what I, I feel the most uneasy about, but let's work through it. Devin Singletary I have claiming 40 targets, and um, he wound up having 41 in 2019, 50 in 2020. When you look at last year, week eight through the playoffs, he had two and a half targets per game. And so his heavy target games came early in the season last year and started to fade. So I'm factoring in a bit more of the passing targets going towards Zach Moss. And so just 40 targets for Devin Singletary in 2021. His reception percentage is projected at 75%, and it was 76% last year. So I think it'll be pretty similar. So 40 targets, 30 catches for Devin Singletary, 225 yards, and we'll give him one receiving touchdown. Then Zach Moss, his receiving output will increase in my mind, but I don't think it's going to be massive. So I still have him coming in with less targets than Zach Moss, 30 targets on the season, which winds up being 1.76 per game, and that's up from 1.57 per game last year. I have his reception percentage projected at 70%, and he was at 77.8% last year, but that was only on 18 targets. 
So I think that'll neutralize just a bit. So for Zach Moss, 30 targets, 21 catches, 150 yards, and one receiving touchdown for him on the season. And then you still have this other category uh, where you know you have guys like last year in the other category, TJ Yeldon, Reggie Gilliam, Taiwan Jones, Josh Allen caught a pass, Antonio Williams, Jake Kumaro. You have to factor in that random group of players that will get a few targets throughout the course of the season. So I have other targets, 17 of those being distributed to random players that I didn't mention, uh, 10 catches, 96 yards, and I actually have three touchdowns going to this group, and that's because this is where Brian Dable gets creative, whether that's – you've seen it in the past. Jake Kumaro caught a touchdown pass. Josh Allen did. Uh, you had Deion Dawkins catching touchdown passes. Tywan Jones has been targeted in the end zone. TJ uh, Yeldon had a touchdown catch last year. Reggie Gilliam did. So those random targets tend to be touchdowns. So I have three of them going to random miscellaneous-type players, and so that – is how I have Josh Allen's 4,896 passing yards, 41 touchdown passes, and 429 completions being distributed in 2021. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and the UFC. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in the game. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code Locked On. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, let's close it out with the rushing statistics in 2021. We'll get going with Devin Singletary. And again, for Singletary and Moss, I'm going to focus on that week 8-15 to stretch where I think it was a more true indication of their role and what they're capable of. So Devin Singletary, weeks 8-15 to last year, had 74 rushes, 381 yards, which was 5.15 yards per carry. It was nine rushes per game. And so when you take nine rushes per game and you project that out across 17 games, you get 153 rushing attempts. That is what I think he's going to have in 2021. So 153 rushing attempts, and I'm factoring in 4.84 yards per carry. And so where do I get that number? Because you're probably thinking, wow, Joe, that's pretty good, almost five yards a carry. Well, in weeks 8 to 15 last year, he averaged 5.15 yards per carry. And as a rookie in 2019, he led the league in yards per carry at 5.5, tied with Derrick Henry among running backs that had at least 150 rushes. So I don't think 4.84 yards per rush for Devin Singletary in 2021 is crazy. And I'm going to project in two touchdowns. I don't think Singletary is going to gain those rushing touchdowns. They weren't a big part of what he did last year or in 2019. So Devin Singletary, 153 rushes, 741 yards, 4.84 yards per carry, and two rushing touchdowns. Zach Moss, week 7 through 15 last year when he was healthy, he had 87 rushes for 415 yards. That winds up being 4.77 yards per carry, and he had four rushing touchdowns. I think it's fair to think Zach Moss 
can have 4.6 yards per carry in 2021. I'm also going to factor in him to average 10 rushes per game. So I have nine rushes per game going to Devin Singletary. I have 10 rushes per game going to Zach Moss, which I think is pretty reasonable. I think the Bills have been very clear under Brian Dable that they want two backs working together. And so I'm factoring in a very even workload distribution to Moss and Singletary. So 10 rushes per game, 4.6 yards per carry. It takes care of itself. That winds up being 170 rushes for Zach Moss, 782 yards. And then he had four touchdowns last year, and I think I just took his touchdowns per game last year in that sample size of week 7 to 15, sent it out across 17 games, you wind up getting seven rushing touchdowns. So 170 attempts, 782 yards, 4.6 yards per carry, and seven rushing touchdowns for Zach Moss. And then Josh Allen, his rushing statistics, we know that's going to be a big part of what he does. I'm going to project a few less rushing attempts because I think he's become more comfortable as a passer, and so it takes away from some of those scramble opportunities, but I still think design runs will still be part of the offense, and I still think they should be part of the offense. I'm going to project 100 rushing attempts for Josh Allen, 450 yards, which is 4.5 yards per carry, which is pretty much on par with where he's been over the last two seasons and then eight rushing touchdowns, which is on par with where he's been the last two seasons in terms of rushing touchdowns. So that winds up being, again, 140 rushes, 450 yards, eight touchdowns for Josh Allen. Then you have that other category. This is where you put in the guys like Matt Breida and Antonio Williams. Just like last year, this is where you dumped the Antonio Williams and TJ Yeldon numbers. The other category for the Bills, 40 attempts, 180 yards, four and a half yards per carry, and one touchdown. So that puts the Bills on the season with 463 rushing attempts, about two more rushing attempts per game more than they did last year. So 463 attempts, 2,153 yards, 4.65 yards per carry, and 18 rushing touchdowns. And comparing those numbers to last year, the Bills were at 4.2 yards per carry, so I have them going up to 4.65 yards per carry. They had 16 rushing touchdowns last year. I think 18 rushing touchdowns are coming this year. And again, two more attempts per game. That's all I'm predicting. Tyler Bass, real quick, I have his numbers staying pretty in line with where they were last year in terms of attempts per game. I think he's going to be 30 of 36 on field goals, 59 of 61 on extra points. I think the Bills will have two miscellaneous touchdowns, whether those are defensive touchdowns like we saw from Taron Johnson and Jerry Hughes last year, maybe a return touchdown. Who knows? But I think two miscellaneous touchdowns to go with 59 offensive touchdowns, 30 field goals made, and 59 extra points. That winds up being 515 points for the Bills in 2021, or 30.29 points per game. I hope you found that to be reasonable. Hope you found like my process was sound. Not everything I said is going to be right. I promise you that. We're going to get a lot of stuff wrong. I'm going to be off by a lot of things, but I'm happy with my mental process and how I got to these numbers going into the 2021 season. And I'll tell you what, folks, those are good numbers. I think everyone should accept those right now because that's going to be another MVP type season for Josh Allen. A ton of passing production for Steph Diggs and Cole Beasley. A better run game, 
you know, you still see consistency from Tyler Bass, over 30 points per game. I think this is a good projection, a reasonable projection, but also one that we should all be happy with. So would love your feedback, would love your questions. Let me know what you think's crazy, what I'm off on, what you know, you know, you want further explanations, you thought I was too high, too low. I'd love to hear back from you on this one. Joe at the draftnetwork.com is the email. You can follow me on Twitter and interact at the Joe Marino. All right, folks, we got a big week ahead of us. Players report on Wednesday. We have a lot more to do, right? Every day we are here for you Monday through Friday, and um, the season is here. So be dialed in. Would love it if you take a moment to rate and review the podcast. Share it. Tell someone about what we're doing here at Locked On Bills. Have a great day, and I look forward to catching up with you again tomorrow.